The Bengaluru Commute Podcast, powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 7th of November, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka CM Siddharamaya stressed the state officer's dedication to effective development, lauding district-level officials for a successful Dasara celebration. He emphasized people's participation and called for more meaningful celebrations next year. Siddharamaya urged genuine concern for people from officials, highlighting a need for a development blueprint in Mysore. He aspired to revive past progress and set a goal for Mysore to lead in various sectors. In other headlines, Karnataka CM Siddharamaya instructed district-in-charge ministers to assess drought-affected areas and provide a comprehensive report by November 15th. With 216 out of 236 taluks facing drought, the CM's office highlighted discussions on water, fodder, employment and relief measures in cabinet meetings. Ministers were urged to ensure effective relief efforts and report to the CM. They were also advised to liaise with local MLAs on issues such as cattle sheds and fodder banks. In some more news, the finance department has finally granted approval for the initial stages of Nama Metro Phase 3, allowing Bangalore Metro Rail Corporation Limited to commence land acquisition and utility relocation for the 44-kilometer project with two lines. Due to the lengthy process for obtaining the center's approval, BMRCL sought specific clearances to initiate preliminary work. The finance department's clearance is pending in the chief minister's office, and once obtained, it will expedite the project. Up next, Bidar district in Karnataka experienced two minor earthquakes, measuring 1.9 and 2.1 in magnitude, as reported by the Karnataka State Natural Disaster Monitoring Center seismic station. The tremors were felt within a 25-kilometer radius of the epicenter. The KSNDMC assured that these low-intensity earthquakes pose no significant threat to the local community. The region falls under seismic zone 2 and lacks structural discontinuities. further reducing any potential harm now on to other news bengaluru's forest officials are actively tracking a young leopard near nice road following the recent shooting of a leopard during a rescue operation the new sighting occurred near chikatogur adjacent to nice road officials are employing traps and urging caution from the public previously seen near kudlu gate it was eventually shot after failed capture attempts the animal was found hiding in an abandoned building Officers fired as it menacingly approached a forester. Moving on, the coastal and south interior Karnataka saw scattered rainfall, prompting the IMD to issue alerts for various districts. The highest rainfall was recorded in Dakshina Kannada's Puttur taluk. The IMD also forecast warnings of heavy rainfall in specific districts. In Bengaluru, a cloudy sky with light to moderate rain or thunder showers is anticipated. Maximum and minimum temperatures are expected to be around. 30 and 20 degrees Celsius, respectively. The KSN DMC said that monsoon activity was normal. Meanwhile, the Metro Mitra app launched over a month ago has faced a slow start due to various issues. Metro staff and commuters lacked awareness, and at some stations, QR code standees were taken down. Commuters faced difficulties finding available rides. Some suggested collaboration with existing apps like Namma Yatri for last-mile connectivity. Metro Mitra faces logistical challenges, including resistance from other auto drivers. Currently, Metro Mitra has 120 drivers on its platform. 
On a different note, an innovative custom Google map, Inscription Stones of Bengaluru, provides detailed information about nearly 1,500 ancient inscriptions in and around the city. It offers coordinates, text, historical context, and multimedia content. Updated daily, the map is a result of a citizen initiative and has become a valuable resource for historians, researchers, students, and the public. The project aims to expand its scope to other parts of the state and country. National news. Moving on to the national news, the Lok Sabha Ethics Committee, chaired by BJP leader Vinod Kumar Songkar, will meet today, 7th November, to review and adopt a draft report on cash for query allegations against Trinamool MP Mahowa Moitra. The panel may recommend strict action, possibly disqualification, for the remainder of the current Lok Sabha. The probe revolves around allegations that Moitra received expensive gifts from businessman Darshan Hiranandani in exchange for raising questions in Parliament. Meanwhile, a Kerala court granted police 10 days custody of Dominic Martin, the lone accused in the Kochi bomb blast case. The blast, which occurred on October 29th during a Jehovah's Witness prayer meeting, resulted in four deaths and over 50 injuries. Police seek to investigate Martin's income sources and international ties and gather further evidence. He faces charges under IPC Section 302, Explosive Substances Act, and UAPA. Martin surrendered hours after the blast, posting a video explaining his motives. In more news, Hiralal Samaria, a senior bureaucrat and former Information Commissioner. was sworn in as the chief of the Central Information Commission by President Draupadi Murmu. This historic appointment makes him the first person from the Dalit community to hold this post. Samaria 863 succeeds Yashwardhan Kumar Sinha, who retired in October. A career bureaucrat, Samaria has held key positions in the government including Secretary of the Labour and Employment Ministry. Shifting our focus, IIT Kanpur has developed a potential solution for Delhi's air pollution problems: cloud seeding for artificial rains to clear pollutants. Successful trials were conducted in July with necessary permissions obtained from authorities. However, specific meteorological conditions are required. Implementation also necessitates approval from DGCA, the Ministry of Home Affairs and the Special Protection Group. Artificial rains offer temporary relief potentially up to a week for residents affected by poor air quality. In a general weather update for the country, the IMD predicts widespread rainfall in parts of South India for the next 5 days. An orange alert has been issued for Kerala with very heavy rainfall expected in Malappuram, Idukki and Pathanamthitta districts. An orange alert indicates rainfall of 12 to 20 cm. while a yellow alert signifies 6 to 11 cm of rainfall. IMD notes a cyclonic circulation over South Tamil Nadu expected to move west-northwestwards. International news. Turning our attention to international news, 11 UN agency heads and six humanitarian organizations jointly called for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza, urging protection for civilians and access to essential resources like food, water, medicine and fuel. The Inter-Agency Standing Committee denounces attacks on Israelis and condemns civilian casualties in Gaza. The statement also highlights the high toll on aid workers including 88 UNRWA colleagues. They demand the release of all hostages and the safeguarding of vital infrastructure, hospitals, shelters and schools. 
In ongoing news, Russian President Vladimir Putin, age 71, has reportedly decided to run in the upcoming March presidential election, potentially extending his rule until at least 2030. This development comes amid Russia's Ukraine invasion, marking one of the most perilous periods in decades. Putin, who took office in 1999, has already served longer than any Russian ruler since Joseph Stalin. Despite challenges, opinion polls indicate he maintains high approval ratings of around 80% within Russia. In a recent development, an anthropologist made a startling discovery at a Florida thrift store, a human skull. The shopper identified it as human. The skull was found in a storage unit bought years ago, prompting tests by local authorities. No foul play is suspected. Florida law prohibits the sale of human organs or tissues. In a Facebook post, the Lee County Sheriff's Office humorously noted the find, emphasizing the non-suspicious nature of the case. In some other news, Meghan Markle is reportedly penning a revealing memoir, narrating her royal life and departure with Prince Harry, according to a royal author. The anticipated autobiography follows Prince Harry's candid book, Spare. Expert Phil Dampier warns it may strain relations further, speculating on potential disclosures of private conversations. The memoir is expected to cover Meghan's journey from actress to activist, addressing mental health, racism and climate change. Business News Let's now look at some business stories. Concerns loom over global markets due to geopolitical tensions in Europe and the Middle East. Fluctuating oil prices raise worries of a potential spike. Analysts suggest the Reserve Bank of India may respond with rate adjustments. Morgan Stanley views India as a promising option, citing strong structural prospects. However, sustained oil prices above $110 per barrel could strain India's macro stability and lead to currency depreciation. In more business news, Air India has leased 1.80 lakh square feet in Gurugram's Vatika one-on-one for five years at Rs 24.05 crores per annum. The office complex, located on NH48, offers seamless access to Indira Gandhi International Airport. The agreement signed in September includes provisions for parking and a gradual rent increase over three years. The lease, effective from September 29, 2023, reflects Air India's expansion following its Tata Group acquisition in January 2022. Next up, in some tech news, Elon Musk's startup XAI has introduced its first AI model, Grok designed to rival offerings from OpenAI, Google and Microsoft. The chatbot reflecting Musk's humor is in testing and will be exclusive to X Premium Plus subscribers. XAI plans to add more features and functionality in the coming months. Grok, powered by XAI's new large language model Grok1, demonstrates high performance on coding and language understanding tasks. Public release details, however, remain undisclosed. Moving on, the Adani Group is in discussions to sell its 43.97% stake in Adani Wilma Limited, owner of Fortune Brand, to multiple multinational consumer goods firms. The deal, valued at $2.5 to $3 billion, may be finalized within a month. Adani aims to focus on core areas like infrastructure. Adani Wilma share price has declined to Rs 317.45, giving it a market value of Rs 41,258 crores. The proceeds from the sale are intended for investments in other group ventures. In market news for today, the Sensex saw a rise of 525.15 points or 0.82%, reaching 64,888.93, while the Nifty gained 161.60 points or 0.84%, closing at 19,392.20. 
Among the listed shares, 2,214 showed advancements, 1,098 experienced a decline and 131 remained unchanged. All sectoral indices except PSU Bank, which saw a 1% decline, concluded the session in positive territory. Entertainment News Over to news from the entertainment world. Fashion designer Manish Malhotra hosted a star-studded Diwali bash recently, attended by actors Siddharth Malhotra, Kiara Advani, Salman Khan and the entire cast of The Archies. Aishwarya Rai Bachchan looks stunning in a red kurta and sharara, while Kiara dazzled in a mustard velvet lehenga. Other notable guests included Neeta Ambani, Rekha Varun Dhawan with wife Natasha Dalal, Farhan Akhtar with wife Shibani Akhtar and Madhuri Dixit with husband Dr. Sri Ram Nenne. In news from Hollywood, the Raja Ramses, a stuntman known for his work on Marvel films like Black Panther and Avengers, tragically died in a car crash along with his three children in Georgia. Ramses, along with his 13-year-old daughter Sundari, 10-year-old son Kisasi and newborn daughter Fugibo, lost their lives in the collision. A GoFundMe page has been set up to assist with funeral arrangements for the Ramses family. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Amala Paul, known for her work in Tamil, Malayalam and Telugu films, has married her boyfriend, Jagat Desai, in a lavender-themed wedding ceremony in Kochi. They tied the knot on the Christian rituals just weeks after Jagat's surprise proposal on Amala's birthday. The couple shared pictures of their special day expressing love and gratitude. She will appear in the Malayalam survival drama, Aad Jeevidam. Spooler Sports in sports news, Sri Lanka Sports Minister Roshan Ranasinghe took decisive action following the team's significant World Cup loss to India, dismissing the entire Sri Lanka cricket board. Public outcry and protests demanding the resignation of the board led to riot police deployment. Ranasinghe appointed a seven-member interim committee led by former captain Arjuna Ranatunga to establish good governance. The move comes amid allegations of corruption, player misconduct and financial impropriety within the cricket organisation. In sports updates, Novak Djokovic heads to the ATP Finals in peak form, boasting an 18-match winning streak and a recent 40th Masters 1000 title. Djokovic's dominant 6-4-6-3 victory over Grigor Dimitrov in the Paris Masters final showcased his unwavering control. Despite a challenging week due to a stomach virus, Djokovic found an extra gear when needed. His impeccable serve and strategic play secured the win, extending his lead in the race for the number one spot. Wrapping up sports news, Max Verstappen clinched victory at the Brazilian Grand Prix, leading from the start. Sergio Perez of Red Bull finished fourth, creating a gap from Mercedes's Lewis Hamilton. In a tight competition for runner-up, Perez narrowly missed overtaking Fernando Alonso. Verstappen's win marked his 17th career victory, securing his lead in the championship. Despite the challenging race, Verstappen looks forward to the upcoming event in Las Vegas. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for an exclusive event, the NA Bazaar Flea Market, and enjoy a day of live music, shopping and entertainment happening at NA Malayshuram on the 11th of November at 12pm. Catch Ace comic Manish Jain as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Zero Number no. 1, performing live at the Ministry of Comedy, Koramangla, 4th Block on the 12th of November at 7.30pm. Immerse yourself in a musical evening with the exclusive A Date with the Ukulele Workshop, conducted by Ace Experts, 
happening at the My School of Rock, Kurumangla 8th Block on the 11th of November at 2pm. Interested in joining a book club? Here's something for you. Join the exclusive Bookmarks Reading Club and enjoy discussing your favourite reads happening at Lahe Lahe Kodi Halli on the 11th of November at 4pm. You can also catch the city's best comics in their latest outing, Jokes Tadka, performing live at the Tamasha Cafe Koramangla 5th Block on the 11th of November at 8pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. Bengaluru can expect high chances of thunderstorms and rain in the afternoon. Precipitation is expected to be moderate. The day will have a warm high of 26 degrees Celsius and a comfortable low of 20 degrees Celsius. This high temperature aligns with the typical November peak of 27 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast.